Hello, everyone, and welcome to Who Ate It First, a food history podcast with a twist. I am Kendall Rundquist. And I'm Logan Rundquist. Do you want to hear a joke? Yes, I do. Do you want to hear a joke about pizza? Sure. <laughs> Never mind, it's too cheesy. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> what did one blueberry say to the other blueberry? Wow, you're blue. If you weren't so sweet, we wouldn't be in this jam. <laughs> Jam. That one kind of sucked. <laughs> no, I liked it. Uh, this is you and me. What did the pecan say to the walnut? You're nutty. We're friends because we're both nuts. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point, when we walked into the kitchen earlier, you were doing one weird movement and I was doing another weird movement and we looked at each other and kept doing the weird movements and didn't stop. That's our mating calls to each other. Basically. <laughs> you know, like peacocks, they show the feathers. Ah, we just is... do weird, crazy movements as the others are walking into a room. Yep. <laughs> but what was funny is you didn't even question it, didn't even look twice, didn't even think twice, just kept doing it. Yep. And that's how I noticed that we've been married for almost three years. Pretty much sums up our relationship. So I'm going to be going again this week. Surprise, what? surprise. What? What? <laughs> the reason why that is, is because the next episode is, is it actually on St. Patrick's Day or is it around St. Patrick's Day? It's the Tuesday before St. Patrick's Day. St. Oh, Patrick's gotcha. Day is that Thursday. Okay, gotcha. So we're going to do a special St. Patrick's Day episode. And I really and, wanted that one. Yeah. Logan wanted to take that one. Otherwise, it would have been mine. So uh, that's why I'm doubling up this week. Boo. Ooh. <laughs> doubling up. So if y'all don't like my episodes, too bad. <laughs> too bad. So sad. You got a double feature. Double feature of Kendall. <laughs> this episode is courtesy of my mother. She had an idea that we do a popular food item in where we live, Austin, Texas. So we are going to cover breakfast tacos. Yay. The reason why I chose breakfast tacos in Austin is it's one of the requirements to call yourself an Austinite, I think. It's considered a quintessential staple of the Austinite diet. It's true. Like if you don't like breakfast tacos, then you probably shouldn't move here. That is accurate. Because they are everywhere. You could throw a stone and hit probably three places that serve breakfast tacos. So true. I feel like breakfast tacos and brunch are a religion here. Yeah. We do like our brunch here. Austinites brunch like nobody's business. <laughs> and a lot of, I mean, a lot of people do go on Sunday. So I suppose uh, to some it would be a form of religion. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday brunch. Hard to get in places. So true. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the information I got for this episode was from austin.eater.com. And the article that I've pulled this from is titled How Austin Became the Home of the Crucial Breakfast Taco. Crucial. Written by Matthew Sadaka. I probably butchered that. Sorry. Thank you, Matthew. The breakfast taco is considered a Tex-Mex cuisine. Tex-Mex, for those of you that don't know what that is, is a blending of Mexican culture slash cuisine 
and Anglo-Germanic ingredients available in Texas. Mm. And they get mixed together nice. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> really Real nice. nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Your breakfast taco can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. The recipe for any breakfast taco is basically tortilla plus whatever breakfast ingredients you want in it. The typical, the most common breakfast taco is a flour tortilla with eggs, bacon, and cheese. Yes. That's the most common one that you'll find. Um, Sorry, can I just say really quick? Austin loves breakfast tacos so much that typically in the workplace, you know, on a Friday, a happy Friday, Friday, you bring in your special treat. Nine times out of 10, when I was physically going into the office, people brought in breakfast tacos from Taco Cabana. And it seems really goofy, but their breakfast tacos are really good. (laughs) Their bean and cheese slaps so hard. Mm -hmm. They are so good. I'm sorry. Please continue. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. I mean, whenever I go into the office, it's either breakfast tacos or even places that don't serve tacos themselves. They usually get tacos from another place. Like there's a really good one called Taco Deli here. Um, I, I've been able to buy Taco Deli tacos at not a Taco Deli at like at least six places I've gone to so far. Yeah. Coffee shops partner with Taco Deli mm-hmm. here. And yeah. So even though the coffee shop doesn't serve tacos on Saturdays and Sundays, you can get yourself some tacos. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> when I first moved here, I was like, that's a strange like, choice. You can get breakfast tacos in the Austin airport. <laughs> yes, you can. They have a taco deli in the Austin airport. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and we've gotten breakfast tacos. And from thank God for that taco deli because it has <laughs> saved us so many times. <laughs> Nothing like a early morning flight and you're starting to get hungry because you couldn't have breakfast because it was like five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And... There is that glorious taco deli opening up right on time. There it is. For you to enjoy a taco before you head off to your flight. The promised land. (laughs) (laughs) Our Austin airport's pretty awesome. We have so much good food in there. They just opened up a whole bunch of new uh, doobie-doos. Nice. Sidebar. Guess we'll need to fly somewhere. Okay. So we can go eat their food. But yeah, between breakfast tacos and then the Round Rock Donuts, that's one of the two things that, oh, I think, only ever got served in my office for breakfast. 100%. Because I'll probably, I won't talk about it now, but Round Rock Donuts is really good if we do a donut episode. That will be mentioned more. Mm. It is widely believed the origin of breakfast tacos started in the kitchens of Mexican families living in Texas. Robert Walsh, a Texas food writer, states the breakfast taco was first commercially available in Corpus Christi Oh. <laughs> of all places <laughs> in the 1950s however it was known then as the breakfast taquito mm. not taco now correct me if i'm wrong a taquito is a tightly rolled and deep fried taco right or is that a flauta you can call it it's the same thing okay so it is deep fried is a mexican dish that typically consists of a small rolled up tortilla that contains filling the filled tortilla is then crisp fried or deep fried. The dish is often served with condiments such as sour cream and guacamole. Walsh said that Austin is the city to claim the name of dubbing the dish a breakfast taco. Mm. Diana Vasquez Valera, 
is one of the founding members of a family-owned Austin institution called Tamale House. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't, so that was kind of cool to learn about, but I'm going to get more into that. She recalls her mother experimenting with breakfast tacos in their home. They weren't sure that the largely Anglo population of Austinites in the 80s would enjoy the breakfast taco. Her father, Robert Vasquez, took a trip to California where he was surprised to find to-go stands selling tacos to passerbys. The reason this was is because typically Mexican restaurants were a sit-down and not a grab-and-go affair. So finding places hawking tacos on the street was kind of strange. That is weird. He decided to take this concept back to Austin, and he established the first tamale house on 1st and Congress Ave to start selling, among other things, breakfast tacos. The restaurant became a big success and was really popular, and they opened up several more branches. Unfortunately, though, Robert passed away in 2014, and because of this, all but one location is now shuttered. Mm. The Tamale House East is run by Valera Vasquez's nieces and nephews, and that's located on East 6th Street, and it is now currently the only remaining Tamale House. Mm. If they end up expanding back out, who knows? But um, the original is no longer around but they do still have one location it's too bad since tamale house breakfast tacos and taquerias have soared in popularity in austin nowadays you can find breakfast tacos everywhere in austin like we mentioned true literally everywhere and it seemed like tamale house from what i read tamale house was really one of the ones that shepherded the way for breakfast tacos to become a big hit in Austin I love to that. the point where it's become part of our identity as a city. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Nowadays, you can actually find breakfast tacos in many major metropolitan cities as its popularity has spilled outside of the Austin city limits and into other places like Boston and Chicago and other places. So in some places, you may be able to find Austin-inspired breakfast tacos. Yay! Besides just Austin. I love that. I haven't personally been to Tamale House, but like I mentioned, one of my favorites is Taco Deli here in Austin. I almost always get their Migas taco and put bacon and spinach on it. Delicious. Which by itself is amazing. But then they also have this thing called the Donia sauce, which is their spiciest sauce. It is very spicy. At least it used to be. I think they've now made one that's spicier. It's the green one. Yeah, their green Donia sauce. It's so good. I think it's like a green chili sauce. Yeah. It is life-changing. It is not tomatillo. It's not that color of green. It literally looks like the color of... It's like... It looks like green mayonnaise. Or like ground-up wasabi color. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is so good. I would put that stuff on everything. If I could. Yeah. You only get it in little packs, but I wish I could get a gallon and just keep it. It's so good. That doña sauce is... Oh, so, so, so tasty. Uh, so what would you say is your favorite here in Austin? From Taco Deli? Or just favorite breakfast taco that you had? So my favorite breakfast taco place, I would I would also say I think these two kind of tie. I love Taco Deli. We don't live downtown, so we can't get all like the food trucks and all the super authentic stuff, unfortunately, unless we make a special trip, which we should 
definitely do someday. But I have been downtown somewhere that I think has super good breakfast tacos, and it's called One in a Million. Oh, yeah. I know you've not been, but I think their food is really good. I think some people say that they're kind of overrated, and maybe they are, but if you have never been to Austin and you've never had any of these staples, I would say One in a Million is an Austin staple. It's like Cobble Bobs. It's like Torchies. It's like Chewies. I mean, these are all sort of quintessential places that you... P. Terry's. Places that you think of when you just think of Austin. The Broken Spoke. Like, I could just... I could keep going. But, yeah. So, I think... Uchi, baby. Uchi. Uchi. (laughs) Uchi's technically a chain, but yes, it originally started here in Austin. It's Um, a chain now. Yeah. It started in Austin. Yes. But... Yeah, so I think Juan and a Million has really good food. They give you a lot of food, which I think is the draw for the college kids because this is kind of near UT campus. I think that's the big draw for the kids is they give you a lot of food. And But I think their tacos are really good. And they have iced horchata, which is delicious. And yeah, I th- I thought their food was super good. So I would say my t- my top is a tie between Taco Deli and one in a million. But we literally just nice. had Taco Deli two <laughs> days ago. And I tried two of their specials. And those were like blew me away. Because you think a taco is a taco is a taco. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That is not true at all. Like these were so good. <laughs> yeah. Their specials are good. Sometimes and, they really knock them out of the park. Yeah, and lately, I know obviously burrilla tacos have been around for forever, but I have been getting into these burrilla tacos where it's like shredded, I think beef, I don't want to be incorrect, so we can just say shredded meat, and then it's in a dipping sauce, you're meant to like dip it, and so I've been getting into those. Those are really good. And uh, I'm pretty hungry now, so why don't we jump on into the kitchen and make some of our own breakfast tacos? Sounds good. All right. All right. So for this episode, it's a little different. I don't have an, like an actual recipe that we're following. We're just kind of we bought some ingredients and we're gonna be making breakfast tacos. Woo! So we're kind of doing our own thing this episode. So like I said. Really, the recipe for a breakfast taco is tortilla and whatever you want. Yes. Oh, and just and to that say, makes breakfast taco. We don't have a kamal, and no. we didn't get any masa, so we are not making our tortillas from scratch. No. But we got them from H E B, and they make them from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, from what it looks like, your standard breakfast taco is a flour tortilla, not a corn tortilla. Mm. Uh, but that is an option usually for those that are gluten intolerant. Or just looking for, you know, a slightly healthier option. That's really interesting because we have a friend who I know would rage at the thought of flour tortilla being the gold standard here. (laughs) He would be very upset because he is corn all the way. He thinks that if it's not corn, it's not meant to go in your mouth. (laughs) It is not a taco unless it's a corn tortilla. Yeah. I understand that because I think that's technically more authentic, but also... I don't really like corn tortillas. <laughs> they just, they fall apart unless they're not like cooked properly. 
or warmed up properly. And I just don't think they taste as good as a flour tortilla. <laughs> but maybe that's just my whiteness coming out and liking flour and bread instead more of than masa. corn. Yeah, instead of masa. <laughs> Let's try not to insult all of our friends yeah. on no, here. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's just my own personal opinion. I prefer flour tortillas, but I, like I understand why other people prefer corn tortillas. It's and I respect the history of it. That's fair. Ooh, hey, not breakfast tacos, but you know where I do like corn tortillas? Hmm, where? Velvet taco. Okay. I don't mm. think I had their uh, corn tortillas. Mm. They're good? They do it good. And I think it helps that they have in their carrier, it's sort of it's sort of W-shaped. So they can it's already pre-shaped it. for you. It's like pre-shaped. And so I think that it helps it hold its shape and hold all the ingredients and it doesn't tear on you. Because that's the thing. When you get served a taco <laughs> at a restaurant, it gets accidentally laid out flat, you know? Mm-hmm. At Velvet Taco, the vehicle that it's served to you in, it's already cradled like a little baby. Yeah. It's a piece of metal that's shaped like Like an M, M or a W. Yeah. yeah. And so you, they can fit multiple tacos to you in, in one go. And so, yeah, that's where I've had their corn tortilla. Not for breakfast, but they do sell breakfast tacos and their tots. Their tots are good. They're Get loaded tots. Get their tots. They're very tasty. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So we could spend a whole episode probably just raving about food in Austin. Seriously. But this is breakfast tacos that we're making. Okay. So Focus, focus, focus. Again, uh, we're not really doing a specific recipe. So some of the things that we bought for our tacos that we're going to be making is we bought some bacon that we're going to cook in the oven. If you want to learn more about that, we actually have an episode on bacon. So go listen to that. And we're going to scramble some eggs. We also got some tortillas from our local grocery store, H-E-B. They make tortillas in the grocery store. They're they're delicious. Pretty good, actually. Delicious. Um, So we bought some tortillas from them that we're gonna go ahead and warm up. We also bought some spinach, some shredded cheese, in this case, vegan cheese, because we're lactose intolerant. We also have some salsa and avocado. Cholula. Oh, and we got some Cholula, yeah. We got a big bottle of Cholula, because <laughs> we use that way too much. I literally put Cholula. Cholula and Sriracha, I put on most of my foods. Yeah. I have a problem. That bottle that we got, we did um, H-E-B curbside this time. When I came home, <laughs> that bottle shocked me <laughs> when I was putting the groceries away. I was like, did she click the right button? Did okay. she pay attention to the ounce amount in that bottle? <laughs> okay, but hear, hear me out now. They had two ounces, five ounces. And 167 ounces. It's 12, but yes. <laughs> I was like, two I'm gonna I'm gonna suck that down in 30 seconds. Yeah. No way. Five. I think that's what we had before, and it was far too small. That's the size of that bottle is the one, the kind of size that you just keep at the table <laughs> between rest, like between customers at a restaurant. Oh, I was between a rock and a hard place. It was either two that are too small or just one big honking one, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> we'll use it eventually." I mean, you're not wrong. We will use it. It doesn't go bad for a long time so Um, take your judgment elsewhere okay i love my decision i love cholula okay yeah that's yeah that's your that's whatever i don't know 
You do you, girl. You do you, girl. Thanks. We also got an onion, but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we got an onion. Yeah. And that's kind of it. We're just doing a little make your own breakfast taco situation. Cooking the bacon, cooking the eggs, and then slicing up some onion and just topping it with whatever we want. Yes. So that's basically it. It's a so, little MYOT, make your own taco. Make your own taco. And that's one of the great things about tacos is they're pretty simple and you can make them whatever you want. It's true. They're basically just... Whatever. Yeah, whatever your imagination could possibly come up with. Just make sure it fits on a tortilla and you have a taco. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I just saved something. I got to show this to you. There is a food blogger that we love here called The Hungry Longhorn. And he's obviously a UT grad. <laughs> really? What gave that away? It's okay. I'll forgive him. Um, but he has a specific guide on best tacos in Austin. And you said you can put whatever in a taco, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll get this. This is a chicharron taco. <laughs> so. Oh, man. The, I would not like that. The vehicle that the it goes in your mouth with, the actual like. Is a chicharron? Yeah. Oh, so okay. it's crunchy, which sounds actually incredible. For those that don't know, a chicharron is? Fried pork rind. Delicious. Uh, and that's at Tacos Guero. And something else exotic. This looks crazy exotic. It's a duck taco, which sounds wild. Let me lay this on you. Ice cream taco. That's pretty. Sign me up. Tried and true. The one that I was really trying to get to. How about an oxtail taco? I'd try that. I That's think I've it. had oxtail before. Really? This is at Jim, Korean braised barbecue. It's Korean and Hispanic fusion. Sweet. Which sounds actually incredible. I love Asian anything plus something else. Fusion, it's always good. I've never had a bad like fusion restaurant. Like Asian fusion something restaurant. It always seems delicious. Me too. Okay. This is classified under bougie taco. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. You ready? Sure. You got to see this picture. Because what I'm about to say sounds off-putting, but you got to see this picture. Okay, I'm a little scared now, but show it to me. Bone marrow taco. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be scarier. This is at um, Comador. I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But literally, the vessel is like bone. And then they have the marrow, and then they have the toppings. Okay. And that. The bone is the vessel's a little weird for me. You're going to scoop it. Right. With your spoon, mostly. Right. I understand how to eat it. It just is. Can you or count I that as a taco? That This is considered a taco, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't fit my formula of tortilla plus whatever. You know what? That's okay because taco can be whatever you want it to be. So it's called <laughs> Comodore. I don't know about that. You said tacos can be filled with whatever ingredients you want. Right. Yeah. That one seems to be pushed a little bit, Kendall, in my this opinion. Is, this is an expensive place. He was not kidding. This is bougie AF. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the kitchen portion, because that's still where we are. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into rave or roast and talk about how the breakfast tacos turned out. Okay, bye.
we are back for rave or roast. 10 out of 10. Bye, everybody. See you later. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Go make breakfast tacos. Just kidding. But also, can you tell them your tip about bacon? Yeah. the cut In our episode of bacon, we use the Oscar Mayer standard bacon that they sell. I personally recommend the thick cut bacon because I felt like that was better <laughs> in every way. You got like nice crispiness as well as some chewiness and some melty in your mouth. And it was tasty, tasty. <laughs> and I liked it a lot. So I would go with thick cut bacon. Honestly, it seems like that's what actual restaurants use is thick cut bacon too. Like when it shrinks down, it seems about the same size as restaurant bacon. Yeah, I think thick cut was definitely a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to order from Taco Deli. I typically order either the Jess special or I order whatever their monthly special is. But the Jess, I sometimes have them put bacon on it. Mm-hmm. And it's good bacon. So it's probably, it's really thick. Good bacon, it's probably yeah. thick cut. Yeah, they do good bacon. Um, yeah. So that, and honestly, I think like a nice quality tortilla is pretty key to a good breakfast taco too. If all you can get is like your generic pre-packaged tortillas then that's fine but getting like nice fresh tortillas from your grocery store or wherever really ups the level of like oh this is so good you might be able to just make it yourself yeah i don't think tortillas would be that hard and we'll probably do an episode in the future on tortillas honestly sure um so yeah i bet that would be even better if you made your own and cooked them and use that as your breakfast taco that'd be a whole nother level of amazing But yes, (laughs) 10 out of 10, what I did for my, we could talk about what we put on our breakfast tacos, I guess, since it was make your own. Yeah. So I did tortilla, scrambled eggs, bacon, vegan cheese, onions, Cholula, and then I devoured those babies in probably 3.9 seconds. (laughs) It was so good. I was logging into work because we made these for breakfast. So I was logging into work, was just about to do something important at work, took one bite, had to pause everything that I was doing at work because I had to focus my 100% of attention on devouring those breakfast tacos because they were so good. 10 out of 10. Moving on to you. (laughs) Kapowie. Kapow. I was doing a lot of hand motions. Yes, he was. I think I would also say 10 out of 10. That's, That's a, a 10. ten. <laughs> Not to brag, but I enjoyed mine immensely because so I did tortilla, eggs, bacon, avocado, onion, a lot of Cholula, <laughs> and vegan cheese. But just to say a lot of Cholula, it was very messy. It was a lot of Cholula. It was a lot and very worth it. So, uh, yeah, I think mine were a 10 out of 10. I agree. One hundo. Good job, honey. Good job, you. This was <laughs> it very... was make your own, so you made True. your own. I mean, you did the bacon while yeah. I played with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the oven. That's all I did. Yeah, well, it's, it's an art, <laughs> cooking bacon. As we found out, it's it depends on the method of cooking for bacon. Yes. And it depends well, on the kind and the thickness. And so I think cooking bacon, there's kind of an art to it. Yeah. And as we've discussed, I think many times now on this podcast, it depends 
highly on your own oven. <laughs> yeah. So getting to know your own oven is a very important part of the kitchen <laughs> so that you understand what your oven is going to do versus others. Getting to know your oven. <laughs> you you got to take it out to dinner and the movie. Take it out on a date. Yeah. Ask it personal questions. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? You know, the yeah. usual. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're on that uh, friendship basis with your oven, then you can cook lots of good stuff, but you got to know it first. Got to get to know it. Yeah. I always say that. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. So, all right. 10 out of 10 all the way around. Yeah, baby. Between the two of us. <laughs> I think that about does it for this episode. I think so. So thanks for tuning in to Who Ate It First. If you like our podcast, please help us out by following our Instagram account to see some behind-the-scene pictures or by leaving us a review on your preferred podcast platform. As we've been mentioning in a few of our episodes now, we've been doing a challenge with our community to rates on apple Podcasts specifically if we get up to 10 reviews mm -hmm. then i will eat a lemon like it's an apple or Me bite too. into it we'll see it's gonna be one of those two i will also you will also we've upped it to both of us doing it and if it helps sure i'll do it <laughs> and we'll post a video of us doing that on our instagram account it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be groundbreaking we've never <laughs> seen anything like it it'll be mind-blowing <laughs> Also, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a food you'd like us to do an episode on, such as our chocolate chip cookie episode, which we had our very first listener requested episode. Yay, thank you. Or even this one that was kind of requested by my mom. Yay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pictures of your attempts to recreate the same dishes that we've covered or a funny food story that you'd like to share with us, then email us at whoateitfirst at gmail.com. We might share it in one of our future episodes or on our Instagram. Once again, I am Kendall Runquist. And I'm Logan Runquist. And it has been delicious. And taco-y? <laughs> taco-y, breakfast-y, delicious, bacon-y, <laughs> ooey-gooey goodness. Okay, bye. Bye.